Good morning. Welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel, and uh, we'll be fielding phone calls here if you want to give us a call at 217-356-9397, or you can text 351-5357. Plant Experts, you know them. Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Morning, Marianne. Good morning, John Weisgarver. Good morning, Tamara. And morning, Steve Brown. Kind of hard to breathe when you're breath, uh, in host at the same time. <laughs> I was, I was. Tamara's come chucking through the store. Oh, she get here just she in the nick of time. She couldn't have been any further away. She said, "It's right. yeah, yeah, you're right. right. That's it. She couldn't have been within twenty or thirty feet. She had to be within about three hundred feet. Yeah. Right? I know. Well, I usually try to set an alarm for eight eleven, so I can start making my oh, way back sure. to where we're set up. Did you forget? I, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to set the alarm. The real short, Turn true it answer. There it is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, that's good. It's, it's a good warm-up for you. You get the heart going. So when you're going out and gardening this today and doing all those crazy things and on this gorgeous day. And who would be gardening today? Yeah. I mean, seriously. Holy, yes. It's beautiful right now. It's yeah. just going to get better. It you is. could probably dig a hole pretty comfortably today, oh, I would I'm say. Sure. With I'm sure enough the moisture in the ground. Moisture loosened up the soil nicely, I'll bet. Have you uh, been digging? Uh, I was on Wednesday. Were you? But I still had to use my pick. Which Aww. you broke. Which you broke. I did. Now I get a new one for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully yeah. early so you can use it right away. That's what I was thinking. But you have to wait till Christmas to get to use it. Mm, I can finagle that. Yeah. <laughs> Good deal. <laughs> so could you use a pick as a yoke for your buckets? At the Ew. same time, so you could be really efficient and carry your water out there and soften the soil and then should, get the pick going. Should we give him Sounds some foam heavy. padding to put on oh, his yeah. new Maybe pick? A, <laughs> so that um, he could do that? Swimming, swimming pool noodle that we could buy on. There you go. After season sale here. Yeah, nice. You guys are so <laughs> I say give it up. Just you know, to, to bother. <laughs> Well, I forgot about that option. <laughs> we help each other a lot. Yeah, we sure do. You do. <laughs> but along those same lines, you never know what odd object will make the most handy dandy tool. Oh my gosh! You know, I one of my favorite magazines is Garden Gate magazine, and one of their first sections in the front of the magazine is about uh, uses for odd things. In the garden. Excellent. It's just, it's just every every issue is like that. It's just, I never thought about that. Oh, how fun. It is fun. That's I mean, Garden Gate? Yeah. Okay. But just even a bucket. I mean, how often would you use a bucket gardening? To me, uh, all, all the time. Every time, all the time. That yeah. would be in my top 10 things to but have. To start off including with? Including tools. I would not have thought of a bucket. You know, but you're absolutely yeah, right. From <laughs> watering to debris to mixing up soil and compost together to you name and then it. You flip it over and you can sit on and it. And you can sit on it now. And pull weeds. Nice. I do that all the time. Speaking of weeds, I cannot believe how the weeds are growing this week. A little bit of moisture and oh, yeah. they're flying out of the ground. I, 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 I know I'm out in my yard every day. I know I am. I'm pretty sure. And I, get, I walked out yesterday evening after work, and it's like it was a, a foot and a half tall pokeweed. It's like, where did that come from? Uh, in your s- yard? Yes. Oh. That okay, must have been a neglected area I, for a while. I, I, not. So d- does a girl need to spread some more mulch or what? <laughs> I think I do. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that just sounds uh, just so nice to me because even an expert oh. would get 
smoke weed. Oh, well, I mean, I, it's not like I have a choice. It comes from wherever it wants to come and plants itself wherever it wants to plant. But I guess. Steve's but right. Yeah, I need more It mulch. just seems abundant this year. Though. Oh, I'm it spotting just, it in so many different yards. And in my neighbor's yard, they have the pokeweed, <laughs> and they have it all trimmed up so it looks like a, it's actually a very pretty tree with the little purple berries. <laughs> However, <Wow>. it's pokeweed. <laughs> nice. It, any plant has the potential to be a weed if it's in the wrong place. Yeah. Now, if the plant's in the right place and you like it, it's not a weed. That's, Steve, you it's started to get to... I'm sorry. Go ahead, John. It's okay. Uh, we did actually have a question this week about the pokeweed. Yeah. Was it edible? And the answer is no. It's very <laughs> now, poisonous. Every you, part of it. If you Google it, though, some places they'll say that they'll use a tiny, tiny amount in salads. Not they. Um, whoever wants to try that. in spring, you can do some of the tender leaves if you're. If you really, you know, if you're living on the edge. I, I think okay. I wouldn't do that. Uh-uh. Okay, no, I wouldn't. So everybody out there, if you read that online, nah. Uh. Uh-uh. Well, you know, it's just my opinion. But well, you, like but everything else you read online. Yeah. yeah. Take it for what it's worth. Yeah. A lot of different. <laughs> you answers. have to be the judge, finally, yeah. ultimately, right? Go ahead, Mikey. Right. You try it. That's right. <laughs> hey, I know this must be right because Abraham Lincoln put it on the internet. Oh, there you go. Something like that. See, yeah. hey, you know. Uh, he was so ahead of his time. Back to pokeweed here on Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. Uh, Steve, you started to uh, mention something about what are you going to do about that? Maybe some mulch. I thought I heard. Well, no, we're, we're just saying, hey, if you're having weeds pop up right and left, it's obviously a function of the right conditions for the weed seeds to grow, and that's usually moisture and uh, exposed soil. Very thin mulch. Yeah. So, <laughs> Very thin. So we're saying, hey, if, if Marianne finds weeds popping up all over, she'll not only do we remove them, but obviously if you come back in and put a couple, three inches of mulch on top of the existing mulch. Um, and that's why I think over the last few weeks we've talked about when's the right time to do this and when's the right time to do that. And I think sometimes one project then sets off the wheels in motion for another project. Yeah, it does. You know, and and so in a a perfect world, if you were going to try and clean up your garden, I think I would clean it up. Then I'd come in with some fresh mulch and it would just look pristine and be done. But maybe it's not time to clean up the garden yet and maybe you can Mm. get the mulch in and you've got weeds coming up and you just need to get ahead of it and so that's what starts the project remember we've got a lot of leaves that need to fall still we do don't we yeah Mm -hmm. yeah more than a few yeah although i was once you start blowing them with the blower then the mulch goes flying yep all that it's all catch 22. it is (laughs) (laughs) oh we have a caller apparently uh somebody else Having a problem with pokeweed, so Uh-oh. it's good that we kind of touched on that subject. It's go to 356-9397 and talk to Mike in Champaign. Hey, good morning, Mike. Uh, good morning. Good Tell morning. us about it. <laughs> hey, I wanted, to, I wanted to clarify your information on eating pokeweed. As John said, it has a really potent toxin in it, but it's both water-soluble and heat label. So people in the South eat a lot of this as a salad, but they boil it, pour the water off, boil it, pour the water off about three or four times, and that gets rid of the toxic principle, and then they can eat the leaves as like greens, the salad. And it's, it's actually very popular in the South, but you gotta boil it multiple times to get rid of that toxin. Sounds like cooking to me. Yeah, 
I think there was a, a, a reference to that in the Elvis song about Pope, Pope Salad, Salad Annie. Annie. <laughs> right. That was a big song back in the 60s, yeah. I don't remember that. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you not, why. Not because she wasn't an adult. Hush <laughs> now. Yeah, Rare. I just thought I'd clarify that. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for calling in, Mike. Have a good one. Yeah. Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number, or you can text us at two one seven three five one five three five seven for plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. You ever wonder why how people survived with all of the plants and things out there that could be harmful? I mean, over millennia, mm-hmm. and, you know, just it's like somebody tried it and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next person said, well, maybe I should have done this. Well, no, the yeah. next person sees that, and they're like, here, you try this one. It's <laughs> yeah. standing around and drawing straws. Or yeah, which gonna... one's going to do this? Oh, dear. I'm <laughs> sorry. Okay, I don't want to talk about cooking anymore. Uh, let's, yeah, let's you know what it, it is? It's If I have to go through that much trouble just to eat one poisonous thing that no. you know is not regular it's in not your diet it. anyway you're right it really is so there's a great towel over we have a great home furnishing section over here and every time i walk through i see something else i want but there's some towels that have uh, words on them one of them is uh if you have to stir it that's cooking i like that i know <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you're going to get credit for that one, huh? No, no, I don't get credit for it, unfortunately. I wish I'd have thought of it. But, yeah, even boiling water needs to be stirred, you know, to keep it I mean, it credit for cooking by oh, stirring. Cooking. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I stirred that. So bloody, I made Bloody that. Mary stir. Take, hey, I stir a Bloody Mary. That's, oh, that's right. right. It's shaking bacon. I helped. <laughs> that's what it reminds me of. So would would you plant perennials this time of year, oh, experts? My gosh, would yes. you plant Heck shrubs yes. or trees Ab- this time of absolutely. year? Absolutely, uh-huh. <laughs> absolutely. It'd be perfect, wouldn't it? Oh my gosh, the weather couldn't be better right now. Trees and shrubs, perennials. I'm eyeballing grasses. those IT as you get out there. Still. Aren't those gorgeous? I got to quit eyeballing and get going. I know it. I I just I keep looking at. There's several things. Well, okay, I succumbed a couple of days ago and bought something I've been looking at for way too long, but it was nice to get it. But I yes. knew you were going to buy something because you drove your other car. I I drove my big, my, yeah. my big, my yep. big one. Yep. <laughs> you didn't bring the nice little sporty one. You can fit. The, I can get a lot of stuff in that car. Yeah. Oh, I don't. But I can get a it. lot more stuff in my truck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will not contest that. <laughs> what did you end up getting? That's what I want to know. A really cool fountain that weighs <gasps> like five thousand pounds. Oh. That's awesome. I'm so jealous. I, I just love, I, I, you know, I took out the, the pond we have, I, we oh, filled right. it, but so I'm, I'm beginning to get the water features back in the yard. I've got, I bought a, a smaller fountain for another little space. I've, I've got these places that are seating areas. So each one has its own little water feature going on now. That's cool. I love that. And the birds will love you for it. Oh my gosh. They already do love me for it. They're just they're just happy campers right now. Yeah. Yep. Excellent. Are you enjoying this one this fall? Or are you going to wait till next spring to set it up? Oh no, it's going up. Nice. ASAP. Okay. Oh, as I can find somebody to help me move it. Hey, before we're, we stray too far from pokeweed, we have a text that is asking: Is there uh, an herbicide that will kill pokeweed? Roundup seems to stunt the growth, and eventually it grows out of it. Interesting. Pull it so, out. 
It, it pulls out really easily. Yeah, it really does. It does. It does. I, I just, I just am surprised though that Roundup wouldn't get it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and along those lines, uh, here's a side question: If you want to poison a plant or a weed, whatever, do you, is it better to spray it while it has a lot of leaves, or is it better to cut it shorter, and then so that more of it uh, goes down to the roots? It's a good idea to read the label. Yeah, I'd go with the label instructions, and yeah. typically you need to have foliage on there to absorb the chemical to then translocate out and kill okay, the Okay, so it's better not roots. to trim it down first. Yeah, the only reason I would trim it a little bit in height would be if I thought I would be safer in spraying and have less drift because I would be spraying less up oh. in the air and spraying more down. So that would be a consideration, I think. But, okay. Um, much easier to kill with less foliage smaller plants uh, that's what like he I said, was kind of thinking you know, but you're, yeah you're spraying the air and, and then if it's you, blowing if around you didn't, and didn't break the stem you could theoretically step on it bend it have the foliage on the ground spray it and uh, you know and you haven't destroyed the vascular system so the plant would absorb the herbicide and yeah. translocate oh. down but i think what you want to do is avoid spraying up and having the particles go up drift, yeah, in yeah. the air and drift more so for and be instance, safe for yourself with your pokeweed, Marianne, yeah. what are you going to do to get rid of it? Get myself out there and pull and, it. And actually take five seconds and pull it. Yeah. Just pull it right out. I mean, it, it just takes no nothing to pull it. Now, so I'm just going to pull it. But the, the one of the important issues is don't let it flower and seed. So, right. And, and if it's already beyond that. I know that if there are berries on it, uh, I read... Of course, this is online. <laughs> that you should uh, put it out on on uh, tarp or concrete or something and let it uh, bake to uh, kill the seeds, basically. Wow, this before, sounds this sounds like anything related it, to pokeweed is way too exhaustive. Sure, I know. Right? I mean, I think I would I think. Not, not bother cooking it. Cooking it, cooking it, cooking it so I can eat it. I wouldn't bother doing that either. <laughs> I think don't put okay. it in the compost pile and put it in the trash and be done with it. There you go. Okay. Good to know. Three five six nine three nine seven the phone number. Or you can uh, text us at three five one five or yes, three five one five three five seven. We had a, a question about worms. If I can uh worms. find it here. Bugs. Yeah, it's a great, great time to put ah. bulbs in the ground also. It sure would be. I just happened to think about those things. You should do that, too. I should do that, too. You think about it or don't do it? Wait you should do December. it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait personally another week or two. Maybe it'll cool off just a little bit. I yeah. am definitely so stinking warm. I, I was just, oh, I checked the temperatures this morning, the soil temps at 4 and 8, and they're um, in the high 60s yet. So that's hmm. pretty warm for soil. Well, yeah, I'm not going to wait to buy them. I no, know, no, don't do that. Boy, do they well, they're, they're selling fast right now. Oh, yes. I'm already seeing empty boxes. All right. I just found the uh, the one. It's um, a text asking, apparently these little green worms have decided to eat the leaves on our rose bushes. What do you recommend at this point in the year? Thank you. A little green worm. Little I, green worms I on rose that. bushes. Well, I, I didn't have that happen on my rose bushes, but I have another shrub that, um, well, it was in the summer, though. The, a little green worm, and I don't know what it is, but it, they were just, they covered the shrub. And I, I used a, just a, an all-purpose insecticide, I, seven. Okay. Did the trick. So thoracide would be very effective Thoracide. That's true, absolutely. This time of year, probably Probably a little more. bit safer for the 
person to use too. But if you're not that, you could use insecticidal soap or pyrethrin, just about anything that has it on the label. Hmm. Okay. That has little green worms on the label? Well, any kind of, if it's listed for worm, yes. That's what you want to look for on the label. All right. Three five six nine three nine seven. Let's uh, go now to three five one five three five seven. Another text asking: I was hoping to dethatch, aerate, and seed the lawn next week. Is it uh, to la- Is it too late to do all of this? Thanks from Scott. I think we're. It's a. Is I it think it's a good time. Still okay. I think so. Okay. I mean, if anything's questionable, it's how much longer can you seed and get it established? Exactly. And, and to go up. So so hurry up with the dethatching and aerating. I would get the project done as soon as you can. Yeah. Okay. And we're on the edge. Yeah. yeah. And I, to the point where you might have to supplement with more water on your own in, in addition to the rains just to make sure you get that germination going and get the lawn to develop. It's going to be a little bit more difficult now this late to rely on just the rains alone to get it okay. advanced far enough. Yeah. Okay. That's and a good if, point. So in this project... If you were going to do this, would you dethatch first and then core aerate yes. and then seed? Would yes. you do it in that order? Or how yes. would, what order would That's you That's the order do I'd do. What about you? That's what I would do. There you go. Dethatch, like core aerate, and then seed. Okay, good. And then WADA. Right. WADA. Let's go to the phone lines and talk to Bill from Rantoul. Hey, good morning, Bill. Good morning, Bill. Folks. How, how morning, Bill. This morning. morning. Good. Good, thanks. How are you? I've got a... I'm doing wonderful. Um, I've got a raised bed, garden bed, and uh, each spring I uh, add about two inches of mushroom compost. Nice. Uh, should I should I incorporate that mushroom compost in the fall as well, or just strictly in the spring, or is one better than the other? If if the garden bed wasn't active in the fall, like say you didn't have something planted in there now or coming up real soon. I would do it in the fall just so I'm ready to go in the spring and not be one more thing I would have to do that would slow me down from doing what I want. Okay. Besides the fact that it's usually more wet in the spring than it is in the fall, so it might be easier to work in the, in the fall than it is in the spring. Okay, I think that's good. a good advantage, yeah. 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 You guys sell it down there? We should have it in stock. I'm looking yep, at these we guys. Sell it by the bags. We yep. so we've got yes, plenty sir. of stock. It's in 40-pound bags. <laughs> yep. Looking at these guys before I give you an answer. What do we you have think, it. guys? Do we have yeah. any? I mean, it's one of our best-selling items at the carryout gate area. So yeah. I just wanted to make sure. Sometimes this time of year you want to say, uh, is it in stock today? I don't today? know. Yeah. Kind of yeah. <laughs> They're nodding their heads, yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's... Um, I, I'm going to need about a ton. I guess I should say I'm going to need about a yard, cubic yard. Would you have that much we don't have it in bulk but we should have i would think enough bags to do that and okay. if you're after a bulk supply you might have to check out like the landscape recycling center okay thank you very much i appreciate it have a good weekend thanks, right. thanks. thank you, too. you. Well, you, too. you know that's something that we recommend almost with every one of our sales is the mushroom compost oh absolutely for all the tree shrubs and perennials absolutely one of the best to use you should always have a bag of compost around. Always. Always. Okay. At least one. Are you ready for a tiny little story that is just going to grab your heart? <laughs> Somebody was sweet enough to share this text. 
Here's a plant story. My son passed away about a year and a half ago at 27. I finally got up the courage to clean the back of his truck really well. Now, there was a big weed growing from his work materials left in his truck. He did a lot of outside work. The weed was so strong that I replanted it in one of my garden beds. It grew looking like a bigger weed, so I trimmed it, decided I'd have the weed in my garden, and uh, then it started to sprout. It looks like a little bush uh, with Astoria flowers on it. Who knew? That's cool. What a wonderful little reminder. Hey, from like her son saying, There you go. I love you, That's Mom. Awesome. Yep. Have this. Here's yeah. some flowers for you. Mm hmm. That's so sweet. Don't be too sad. Smell the fl- smell yeah. the roses kind of a thing. Yeah, that's awesome. That's wonderful. So, um, whomever shared that, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Wow, what a great story. I think we're all going to carry that with us for several days to come. So it, it, it gives new meaning to that traveling garden. Traveling garden in the back of a pickup truck. So oh, I, you I'm, can use I'm anything. Looking at her like segue so, to another so you Elvis use, song or what? You can use anything for a planter. You know, we've oh yeah, we've been places where some garden centers use some really clever things to advertise the front of their store. I, I remember the uh, school bus. We saw oh, the school, school bus, bus was so that awesome. was totally planted the whole outside of it. Uh, they had a pickup truck at the entrance. That was, I mean, you could just barely see the pickup truck, but you knew it was there. It was just, it had flowers coming out of the, the hood and out of the back. and so How cool. And you've <laughs> certainly seen the toilets on the lawn with you oh, know, plants yes. in them. I mean, you, Have you, you been to John's lately? I haven't. Okay. And the turned over barrels that look sure. like they're spilling I mean, there's, out there's flowers. Just so many things you can use. I mean, be creative. I love the truck, though. That's awesome. That is really awesome. But, you know, what, how you mentioned the traveling garden and having having it in your car or something. It just reminds me of when they came back with the uh, Volkswagen Beetles and they had a vase with a fake flower right in the center of the dashboard for you to enjoy the flowers. It won't get in your way. Stop and smell the roses. It was pretty. <laughs> Very pretty. Uh, but, yeah, it's, you know, that's how important flowers are in our lives. They should be. Mm-hmm. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. You can give us a call at 217-356-9397 or text 217-351-5357. Hey, switching gears for a second. I know we have to process them today, but some you got some cool little house plants in yesterday. We did, yeah. And uh, they're in. It's an assortment from one of our growers in Michigan who did a bunch of trials this summer and timed. He's done his notes on his trials and you know as far as what he's going to offer in his. Uh, greenhouses for next year so we we took some of the finished product off his hands so there's some really neat varieties of some different philodendrons mm-hmm. out there uh, i've already picked out nephitis four you have yes. four plants or a yes. four pack four plants that's a major a thing pack. for you four to pick plants. a house plant out right now <laughs> I, you know, this time of year so i mean you have cool. to be impressed <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're very nice selection. yeah there is a couple and of couple of gingers uh, some great uh, alocasias so so there's seven ninety nine, ten ninety nine, fourteen ninety nine different size pots, but uh, just some cool stuff that we wouldn't have otherwise been able to get our hands on yeah. just because of another relationship out there in the yes. growing community. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And uh, if you want to bring a child, you've got something out there that you can kind of get them lost in. Oh, the straw maze? Oh, yeah. There you go. 
And take the child home with you, too. Well, yeah. Yeah, okay. that's okay. what we, we're not just bringing a child. <laughs> it depends no. on how they're acting. <laughs> we, we put them to work. Stay oh, too okay, long. good. Yeah. <laughs> I might ask you to. <laughs> no. good, good supply of pumpkins and pumpkins. Oh, yes. decorative stuff. Uh, uh, great you know supply what? of mums. This is kind of like the last big week for mums, maybe. I was just going to say, yeah. we've got mums. Yeah. yeah. They're we've so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Another text. What kind of flowers would do well in a bed next to a Colorado blue spruce? Annuals that used to thrive seem to do more poorly each year as the tree gets bigger. Is that because it's putting more uh, Not necessarily. PH Not necessarily. No. I, I wouldn't say that necessarily either. My first two things would be, are you using the right flowers for the level of sunlight? And the second thing would be, yeah. are you keeping up with watering in the summer months when the tree and the plants, flowers are going to be competing for that moisture? Because there'll be oh. a lot of root competition. Yep. Lots. It's the closer yep. you get to the tree. Oh. Yeah, seriously, a lot. Yeah. With those kinds of trees. Yeah. So, it, 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 so you think what would might go well with a Colorado blue spruce? Anything you wanted to plant, if it's in the right conditions, if it's a full sun plant, if it's on the south side of the of the tree, it's going to get full sun unless there's shade from uh, other trees around it. So truly, you do have to keep, bear in mind what the environment is. Okay. But but the water to me is what probably is the most demanding part of that. I think that's what it would be number one for me. Yes. Yes. First plant selection for the site sun conditions and then water right amend the soil use compost and then yeah. oh you mean that that bag of stuff you're supposed to have around all the time That's right. yes <laughs> yes believe me for somebody that <laughs> grows under here. trees oh yeah it's why that's the big thing is water competition so you got to pick your sites and pick your battles knowing where where you want to concentrate on watering. I know this would be designed for containers, but would you even consider in extreme conditions like that the soil moist granules mixed in with the compost if you were amending the soil around these planting sites? I think it might be helpful. I might try that. I don't know. You know, I I usually like to not have that because I want to think that if it's a rainy season, it's not going to become oversaturated. Right. But in those conditions, I could see how that might help. Well, especially if it were shade. Dry shade's a very difficult situation to grow in. You're right. So it sure is. Double whammy. Yeah. So yeah. I I actually hadn't remembered that about your property, which I know perfectly well, but But you're um, still thinking about the toilets yeah. planted. Yeah. You can, and you can move that around too, you know. Yeah. So anyway, uh, do you, you you use a lot of compost? I, I compost yeah. heavily. Uh, and then I just evaluated I planted some uh, of the yellow twig dogwood three oh, three nice. years ago and it's way too far in where it's too dense and too dry so they're the same size as three as years ago <laughs> they, they are not they're working surviving and that's so it. so they're going to come out next spring and get relocated and to, they'll probably thank you for it won't they? i'm sure they will so when yeah. you say you compost heavily how do you what do you do with the compost so i always incorporate it when I plant up to at least half or more compost with the existing soil. Nice. And then you I dig go, it in, right? Dig it in. Yeah. Dig it in. And, it, and hmm. really in the largest spaces you're willing to put the energy into. As, as big as big a spot as you can 
dig around, yeah. So you've got a lot of trees, so you don't have a lot of big spaces, do you? <laughs> so do you just use a metal rake? Oh no. No, I have to use a. I have to use a, spade a, or a, a pick. A pick. A pick axe. <laughs> wow. Okay. Can you imagine one of your most used tools in the garden being a pick? Yeah. Mo no, most people you. would not have that much <laughs> fortitude. No kidding. Well, uh, <laughs> well, here's the deal. And I've gotten such great establishment of, of ground covers between ivy, pachysandra, oh, nice. and uh, agapodium. But just to get those little little plugs in, is it's a chore. Wow. I mean, you know, when you're, when you're planting... You know, ninety-six of them at a time. I, I wonder if there's a, an electric pickaxe. Well, the, let's just say wait, the the auger you... that goes on the drill doesn't cut it. It doesn't. Okay, I was okay. just about to ask. Can't you just attach something to a hand drill? Maybe if you had a two-person <laughs> auger. Break your arm. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. We have another text uh, saying. I have been putting geraniums in my heated garage the last two winters, and they grow like gangbusters in the spring and summer. Uh, parentheses, I cut them back in the garage. Uh, question, can I do this with impatience? From Mike. I don't think so. I mean, okay, first of all, geraniums, are there both kinds, perennial, perennial and annual, or are they just annual? There's certainly perennial geraniums. Okay, and geraniums that are annuals are not actually geraniums. They're pelargoniums. Oh. And they're, they're perennial in their natural environment. They have a life cycle that goes for more than one year, obviously. And that's, that's what indicates whether it's an annual, a perennial, a perennial, or a biennial is the life cycle length. And, and here, because of our hardiness zone, they're treated as an annual. But in this particular case, Mike's able to overwinter them. But they're a little bit woodier plant. Their yeah. life cycle I is such that. I think that woody stem is, a, yeah. is important. I think you'd have to treat the impatient more as a house plant. And it, then that would be iffy, I think. And I th Yeah, so I think the heated garage, if it's low light and if it's almost in suspended animation conditions, I think that would be tough for the impatient. But, yeah. you know, I've seen impatients come inside and live in a greenhouse for several years. And, and really? do just fine, yeah. I've seen them reseed around here, too. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, they with pop the, up in the with cracks. The right kind of, yeah. In the it, sidewalk and the mm -hmm. driveway yeah. and stuff. Neat. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know if it's neat or not. It could be annoying. It hasn't happened to me yet, but it sounds lovely. <laughs> well, in order to enjoy them, you'd have to let them get to be large. and Yeah, so yeah. that they can flower. Yeah. Do you know what the most exciting thing when you find is, uh, is a little hosta that starts growing? Uh, I, can I can just feel that yeah. excitement. No, really. Well, what? <laughs> well, what? My body's tingling. Well, I... Careful. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're, ha we're happy it, for you, though. Thanks. Seriously. <laughs> it, it is neat. Well, it's just like, what? That's it, so cool. Yes. I, you know, I know a lot of hosta hybridizers all over the country, and, and they go through that very same thing, only they do it on purpose. You know, they have a lot of crossing pollen and oh. trying to get the right traits into it. But when it's serendipitous like that, when it's just the bees or whatever that, that uh, pollinate a, a flower, yeah. it's really exciting to see yeah. what, what's going to come up from it's it. It's pretty yeah. cool. 
I've had well, I had that happen with tree peonies. Oh, stop! <laughs> no, I'm just, well, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just fading off into other things that are popping up right now, which I'm thinking of. I'll never, oh, I'll never do that again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There is that. <laughs> I'm watching you talk, and then I whip my head around because I don't want to miss the look on Steve's face. Whatever. His eyes are rolled back to. in his head. It's like, oh gosh. I've, I've done that almost every year. What was I thinking? That's right. So there's a. a on this, one of the sidewalks back in the back where we keep our trees and shrubs and oh, yeah. perennials and stuff, there's some zinnias that have popped up in a crack, and oh, they're yeah. flowering. It's really? just so funny. Oh. It's just like, nobody oh, touch that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if somebody does, they're going to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. Give us a call at 217-356-9397. That works out to 356 WDWS or uh, text us 217-351-5357. So one, one of the things that we have popping up all over the place right now unintentionally is Cosmos. Oh, cool. Oh, and, yeah. You know, when Rena dropped off some Cosmos and Tithonia uh-huh. uh, this, this uh, summer, late spring. And so we planted some in a bed that had carrots and some early spring vegetables in it and that were emptied out. So it's like just slap them in. And so and they've been beautiful all summer. Awesome. I mean, and they've been an incredible uh, pollinator for oh, different species of bees and yeah, butterflies. And nice. it's been fantastic. But right now there's cosmos popping up everywhere. Just think what next year will be. Right. And the only thing I can, <laughs> uh, the only thing I like right now is at least they're popping up now. So they'll die this winter. It's just all the seeds that aren't popping up now that are going to be popping up <laughs> next spring. It's like, uh, okay. So note to self. Will I grow them again next year? Absolutely. Will I grow them someplace else? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> someplace where popping up won't matter. Do you, do you grow Cleome? I haven't in a number of years. I like but, that plant. It's but a, you, popping up made you think of Cleome? Yes. Yeah. Because it seeds it itself pretty well, too. It does. It's a nice well, plant. Especially if you have a little bit further out spot where yeah. you can put it yeah. amongst that's some go. of the tall grasses Definitely and things. Definitely have to have the space yeah. and just the right conditions. And that would also be another situation where if I could get to it, it would be smart for me to pre-dig those holes where oh, I yeah. could plant them now just to fight through the all the grass roots and all that stuff and have it ready to go so next spring I could just pop them in yeah. and be done with it. Got to remember to do it, though, don't you? No, it's not remembering <laughs> to do it. Oh, it's okay. doing it. <laughs> That's yeah. the challenge. Yeah. We all have our challenges. <laughs> I suppose That's so. true. Yeah. I'm just, I'm sitting here just thinking through, dazing, oh, man, what can I think of to do in the yard today? Because oh. it's just going to be so nice out. Well, I can, can blow some leaves out. pull that big pokeweed out. Definitely. Yeah. Blow leaves. Blow leaves. Well, I would, I would plant yeah. bulbs or... Personally, Absolutely. I'd wait a couple of weeks probably for it to cool off a little bit. But if I'm not going to be able to get it done and I can do it now, do it. I'd plant bulbs. If I still wanted to sow grass seed, I could consider that. If I wanted to fall fertilize my lawn, I could do that. Wait, why do you say consider? <laughs> you would consider it The grass maybe. seed? Yeah. Well, you're getting towards the tail end, and I think you have to be a little bit more aware of you're going to have to be watering to make it get established. And some species of grass, uh, varieties of grass like Kentucky bluegrasses, take longer to germinate. So that would be more problematic than some of the turf-type fescues or turf-type rye. Yep. 
Okay. Uh, temps what? are getting lower, and then you're running the risk where you maybe get some little frost coming on in the next few weeks. And you want more than it to germinate. You want it to get established yeah. and get a yeah. good root system going. Um, so you can do that. All kinds of cleanup. Um, if I had some light pruning to do not just that wouldn't stimulate new growth, I would consider doing that. I probably wouldn't do it so much on some shrubs, but uh, if there was a couple low-lying hanging branches on some shade trees and stuff like that that have been I've been hitting my head with a mower all the yet. time, yeah. I would consider <laughs> taking yeah. some stuff off like that. Some light pruning, yeah. And, and it's certainly perennials that uh, are past and brown. I'm, I'm ready to cut my peonies down. They look awful. Yep. Yeah. Ready to pull out the tomato plants yep. and just be done with it. Clean up. Get some of the, like the caller uh, Bill was saying earlier, he wants to go ahead and add a lot of compost to the various beds. And Great time to Get do that it. all done. and. Um, if I have an established flower bed, uh, but it's starting to sink some, do I have to put, can I just add dirt on top of it and they'll figure out where the sunlight's coming from, or do I need to, like, work it in? What kind of flowers are in there? Oh, gosh, all of the perennials. So you really don't want to, you don't really want to bury them. Name the seeds. There's, yeah, not too many perennials that'll want to go deeper into the ground. Okay. So if you can raise them up, or I don't know how I'd do that. You would just go ahead and dig them up and replant them, wouldn't you? I think you. I, it, it, if if it's really sunken that much. Yeah. How much is it sunken? Do you think? Uh. Wow. What is that? Six four or five inches. Four or yeah. five, six inches. Yeah. Mm, that's pretty deep. That's a lot. Yeah. No, you I don't mean, want so your perennials to be. I wonder deep. how that is. That a bed that you had anything to do with, or is it was a bed already there? It, yeah, it was already there. It's. Yeah, I, I mean something was I done incorrectly. Yeah, to begin with, uh, I would pop them up. I would too. Add, Definitely bring up yep. the soil level and put them back in at the proper depth. Yep. Okay. That's just a fun project. Thanks no big for deal. making sure. more work. Just another half hour's worth of work. <laughs> but work is fun. And it's enjoyment. That's true. I was just trying to think of the things I do outside. Or <laughs> make you smile. You know. Hey, what were you born in the fifties or something? <laughs> Uh, another text uh, saying, I have a hibiscus no. that is blooming, and I would like to bring it inside. How much can I prune off of it? So what what are the steps? Well, would, what would you recommend if somebody wanted to bring an hibiscus inside? Tell them. Tell them. It just depends. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's been so long since I've heard that expression from you. <laughs> and so glibly. How could I not know it, that was coming? You know, really, you've got, because if it's outside doing well, it's probably grown quite a lot. You may not have the space inside to bring it in. First of all, I'd be working on the white fly, doing the systemic and the, yep. the spray like that. I've cut hibiscus back more than 50%. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, and, and I was putting it into a situation where I didn't want them to grow very much. So I got them down to 55 degrees and not very much light. And they still bloomed. <laughs> Silly things. That's impressive. At, at any rate, I, I don't yeah, know, John. I think, I think, yeah, that's the first thing. Evaluate. Do I, do I really want to go to all that trouble and bring it in when I could buy a new one next year? Mm-hmm. But and do it if you really want to do it, then yes treat the insects first and then uh, I probably wouldn't cut more than you know 25% off of it just to be uh, safe a normal person would do something it's like just got to okay. be proportionate to the space that you 
we're going to move sure. it into. And again, yeah. interior space gets incredibly small really fast compared to being outdoors. When you, you just start bringing lose perspective in, of scale. all of a sudden you're crowded. Yeah. yeah. It's just amazing. And mm-hmm. if you do whack it, like John was saying, whack it outside. And then if you have to physically clean the stems and the remaining leaves, you have less to clean. Exactly. So that makes sense to do that outside. Okay. Treat it with systemic like you're talking about in the soil. Mm-hmm. And we're uh, right there. Yeah. I mean, we're, is yeah, that it's the time, time to, to do, do that, it. do all that stuff? It's really time to do it, yeah. One more thing for my list. Thank you. Somebody's asking, would you say pine trees are an allergy aggravator as a standard? You guys know, I mean... I, I don't know. What's I, causing allergies? Well, I'm not a doctor, so. <laughs> You're not? <laughs> I'm and even if you were, you may not be a plant expert. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, I think any pollen would has, has the potential to be that. I don't know that for a fact. But, right. but when they're coning. Do pine trees produce a lot? When they're coning. That, so it's really just for a short period in the spring. In the spring. In the spring. So yeah. it's possible. There's but a, I don't know that for sure. There's a lot of medicinal properties to pine needle tea as well so what yeah really yeah so i think i should google there's that. a lot of a <laughs> lot of things that you can dig and find out that uh, and i think a lot of times with any allergies there's other underlying conditions in somebody's body that's making them more predisposed to yeah. different things so right. i and think what you think we're is, not qualified other than what we that's right we've but it was an it interesting question now, look up know, pine needle tea. It's pretty good. <laughs> I know somebody who made some last night. Really? Yeah. All right. All right. Well, well, that's really cool. No, just last night. Did, yeah, really. Just pine, last night. Pine needles, juniper berries. It's all the same, you know. Juniper berry demi glace. Yeah, on pork chops. Yeah, good. Oh, I was thinking more of in gin. No. Oh, okay, <laughs> true. <laughs> you guys cook in your own ways, don't you? <laughs> gin. <laughs> If I stir it. <laughs> hey, listen, um, we only have a couple of weeks to go from Halloween uh, and really? uh, until Halloween. Yeah, I just wanted to mention that you've got a really cool uh, little section when you, when you enter uh, the front door right off to your left. Uh, all sorts of really cute things, and I'm hoping... Maybe some sales or... Jody has just gotten a bunch of cool stuff over there. Yeah, Friendly, happy so little Halloween. Yeah. yeah, I've seen just a lot fun of stuff. things popping up out in my neighborhood outdoors. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's kind of cool. Time. Yeah. Neat. All yeah. right. And Christmas is sneaking in, too. So uh, always a great reason to come on out to Prairie No, the store is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, really the designers is. have done a tremendous job. Brian's done an incredible job of putting it together. <laughs> the greenhouses <laughs> are just ripping with color with pumpkins and mums and... All yeah. the trees and House shrubs on sale, off. Yep. 40% off. Oh. All the shrubs, 40% off. Ooh. All of them, 40 Ornamental grasses, 40% off. Great time to plant them. Absolutely. Absolutely great. Okay, good. Well, thanks, you guys. We've been listening to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens with our plant experts, Marianne Metz, John Weisgarber, and Steve Brown. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our executive producer is Dave Leake. Stay tuned for Saturday Sports Talk next here on News Talk 1400 WDWS. If you want to listen to the show again or listen to previous shows, you'll find podcasts available at WDWS.com. Just click on Multimedia. Enjoy the weekend!